1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to
0: make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG-13. I'm a bit on the edge of the box.
2: Oh, it's a straight-up screamer.
1: Download our app today and enjoy straight-up Screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Parma Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help,
0: call 1-800-858-858.
2: Julian King with you live this Saturday afternoon. A stack of NBA action on, on at the moment. The Nets 47 lead the Pacers 38, about six and a half remaining in the second quarter. The Bulls 46 over the Thunder 41. Likewise, about the same amount of time. They all tipped off at the same time. Uh, Wizards 46 lead the Heat 39. The Grizzlies 59, doing it comfortably against the Pelicans at the moment 35. Bucks, trailer cabs 4331, and the Hawks leading the Rockets at 51 to 46. Now I did say Michael Hooper, Jackson Bird, two Australian sporting champions that went to my school. Which Aussie sports stars went to your school? Can you better that? 0457 Brian from Whiteside, good afternoon to you. Hi Jules. Rod McCall was in my class at high school. Never thought that he would do as good as a wallaby. Well, he was a pretty good one. 91 World Cup winner. Just going through this forward pack: Troy Coker, Goway, Poedivan, Eels, McCall, Mackenzie, Kearns, Daly. That's a fair side. That is a fair side. Good players. Willie O. How good was Willie O? Uh, yes, Mark, you got your hand up there.
1: Yes, yeah, so I did. You did ask me if any uh, sports people went to my school, mm. um, the Inverness Royal Academy. Over in Scotland, in Inverness. The great Inverness Royal Academy. The Inverness Royal did, you, did you wear, Academy. like,
2: epilepsy on your, on your No, we were one of these modern
1: modern schools. We had hoodies and, and
2: all that sort oh, of stuff. How for, very Scandinavian yeah, of you. Yeah.
1: Um, and I said no, but I actually found out that James McDonald went the to The jockey James McDonald? Not quite. Not quite, oh. J Mac. Uh,
2: uh, he just he, took the wind out of my know uh,
1: The former uh, founding president of the Queensland Ornithological Society, okay. however... Um,
2: so did, he's a bird watcher. He's a bird basically. watcher, yeah. Oh, so is that a more, sport? Um, pigeon racing's a sport. Well, I, uh,
1: it I mean, it depends on what your uh, definition of a sport is. Mm. If Is is darts a sport? Is is chess a sport?
2: Absolutely not.
1: Well, is, is bird watching a sport?
2: For the sake of this conversation, let's say yes. Yeah, I'll say yes. Let's sure. say yes. So there you go. You're J-Mac's more impressive. So J-Mac, not J-Mac the jockey, but no. J-Mac the head of the Queensland Ornithological, Ornithological Society, Society was the most famous person to graduate from your school. Yeah, I think so. I haven't got a bone to pick with you. So, just an update from the PGA at the Royal Queensland Golf Club. Cameron Smith leads alongside Jason Scrivener at 10 under Minwoo Lee. <laughs> in fact, Minwoo Lee's just dropped a shop now. Oh, no, no, apologies. He's uh, eight under the card. Uh, some four under today, his seven. You have just bagged this golf course. You said it's a rubbish-looking golf course. Get big... off your Scottish high horse just because you invented the game.
1: There's a big bridge in the background. So? Oh, that's what I want to see when I'm driving. The TV
2: doesn't do it justice. Uh, well... <laughs> What does it do then? You said, uh, you said it was a shite-looking golf course. Oh, I didn't say that at all. Yes, I would never you swear. did. I would never say anything you so offensive. You You know, we say this a lot in radio. We were talking off air. You bagged our golf courses, no, mate. No, no, no. I'm going to put you on the first flight it. back home. You don't bag our golf courses. We've got amongst the best golf courses in the planet. In fact, what I'm going to do is find a list of some magazine or notable publication and tell us the top – 20 golf courses in the country. I reckon there's a few Aussie ones in there. Yeah, we'll see. Speaking of golf, Matt at former Tour Pro, will be my guest in the next hour of the program for an update of the PGA. We'll talk a bit of world game as well. Yeah, great to have your company this Saturday afternoon, and it is afternoon now in Queensland. Just ticked over midday. Good afternoon to our friends listening on SENQ 693 in Brisbane, 1620 on the Gold Coast. To anyone anywhere in the world via the SEN app, to our friends in Sydney on 1170. The text line number 0457 736 736. What are you doing for the Socceroos game tonight? You're going out to the pub. It's at a pretty decent time, 9 o'clock. Deck yourself out in the green and gold. What do I say the Socceroos shirts at this World Cup look pretty sharp? very sharp. I'm going to duck up to North Sydney Oval once I get off air to see the Sixers and the Strikers. I'll get through as much of that as I can, then race home to watch the Soccerooza. Big game. I think Artie's future is hinging on this. They must win against Tunisia. A lot of people are thinking oh, Tunisia will beat them. No, they're a very good side. They're impressed against Denmark, who are one of the better sides on the planet. And they've got a big game coming up against France. So for the Australians to exit the group, they need to beat Tunisia. They need France to beat everyone and comfortably. And then that all-important game against Denmark, provided they get the points against Tunisia. They'll need to uh, will draw, will probably get them through, but a win just to be sure. Nathaniel Atkinson has been ruled out through injury. Fran Karacic will take his place in the side and we'll see closer to kick-off what other changes Arnie might make. But they're up against it now. We need to summon some of that Aussie DNA. 1300-01-1170, is the open line number. I'll catch up with former tour pro Matty Guide shortly on the program for an update from the Australian PGA there at Royal Queensland Golf Club. Just to some rugby league news, We I know we skipped over a bit of the rugby league. This has been news this week, and I'll catch up with Mary Kate later on in the program. She's a mad Eels fan, Mary Kate. We know that Parramatta reportedly set to retain Dylan Brown in a million dollar a season deal. Is he worth the million bucks? So Coach Kay works in the afternoon program, said, I reckon he's top 10 players in the game. Well, he's not, Coach Kay. He's very good at his best season ever. He's very close to the recruitment manager there at Redcliffe, Peter O'Sullivan. Who tried hard, but yet tried in vain to get him to the Warriors. But having said that, he's also very close to Parramatta coach Brad Arthur, which should should keep him there. But you never know, because it's pretty hard. You know, if they throw the kitchen sink at him, it's hard to say no. But the Dolphins, speaking of the newest side, they're, they're putting out fires at the moment. And Peter Bedell had this story in the Courier-Mail. They insist, they insist, the new franchise, that they are not ripping off Queensland Rugby League fans amid fears that their ticket pricing is among the most expensive in the NRL. So they've done analysis of every NRL club's pricing structure. And it shows that the Dolphins have the most expensive adult season membership. $325 for 10 home games. And I hear the Tigers is up there too. So $325 for 10 home games, that's what an adult membership will cost you for the Dolphins in your team. To give you some perspective, that's $126 more than Queensland Derby rivals the Broncos. They've got $199 adult membership packages. And that features two extra home games compared to the Dolphins. And in terms of the most affordable, you look at the Bulldogs and the Warriors. Less than 15 bucks a game. Broncos fans, you can watch Brisbane's 12 home games at Suncorp for about $16.60 a match. That's pretty decent. By contrast, you've got the Dolphins, their 10 game package, Suncorp and Redcliffe. The Morton Daily Stadium there, 3250 per game. So double. Terry Reader, he's the Dolphins' boss. What he's done, he's hit out at suggestions at their price gouging ahead of their historic debut season. And he does say, look, we do have some affordable options for fans. But the issue that they have, the Dolphins, the smaller capacity of Morton Daly Stadium, 40,000 fewer seats than the Broncos' traditional home at Suncorp. And what that does, of course, simple economics. It increases the, the demand for seating. He said, our 10-game membership package that covers Suncorp and Morton Daly Stadium is a limited premium option. So I kind of understand that. Well, hang on a minute. There's only 10,000. It's easy to make them cheaper when you've got a 50,000-seat stadium in the case of Suncorp. We have predictably already seen huge uptake in that category. And he went on to say, fans understand this is the best way to ensure that they lock in the premium seats, given the capacity differences at our 10,000-seat Morton Daly Stadium. So on the surface, you go, gee, Ten game package, average of thirty two bucks fifty a seat. Brisbane, their packages, twelve home games, average sixteen dollars a seat. Bulldogs, Warriors, average about fifteen dollars a seat for their membership packages. So why are they double? But you understand the rationale. Only ten thousand seats, they're at a premium, drive up the price. I get that. I get that. And he maintains, look, great value for money. Uh, the, the, the diehard fans are going to pay it. Pay it. So probably a bit of a mountain out of a molehill in that respect. Uh, now, famous classmates. Mark from Red Bank, good afternoon to you. Hey, you forgot one of the greatest squash players ever, and Jeff Hunt. Yes, I'll, I just try to pull a few names out of my head. Of course, Jeff Hunt. Uh, at least I didn't forget Heather Mackay, Mark. And uh, my time at McGregor, State High, came Jeff Horn and Matt Mackay, uh, the former Socceroo. That's good. I think you've eclipsed me, Michael Hooper, Jackson Bird. Who else do it? We... Non-sport, but uh, Martin Plaza from Mental As Anything went to my school. That's not a bad one. Was it mental as anything that you thought uh, weren't Australian or you didn't know were Australian, Mark? I still don't
1: know who mental or anything is. Hey, there, you. Oh, it's that bundle. I like that. We had a whole discussion about it. They're
2: good. Now, we also had a discussion about you basically poo-pooing the state of Australian causes. It looks resplendent, Royal Queensland. You don't like the bridge in the background, but the greens are fast and undulating, strategically placed bunkers, and it fits nicely in the... Uh, Unique Australian environment. I have found, there's a few different lists here, Mm -hmm. but the top 100 golf courses, according to Planet Golf, number one, Cypress Point Club, Pebble Beach. Yep. Yep. California. Thank you. Pine Valley Golf Club, Pine Valley, New Jersey. That's two. Royal County Down Golf Club, Newcastle in North Island. St. Andrews, the old course. Of course. Scotland. Yeah. Home of golf. Shinnecock Hills, New York, number five. Royal Dornock, Scotland. Great course. Sand Hills, USA. The National Golf Links of America, Southampton, USA. Number nine, Royal Melbourne West. Thank you very much, Melbourne Victoria. So it's one of the top ten. Then uh, you've got Royal Portrush. You've got Cape Wickham in Tasmania, King Island. That's number 11. Thank you. There's a few in Pennsylvania, Oakmont. And then you go down the list. Augusta's 14. So you've got two Aussies ahead of Augusta. Thank you very much. Pebble Beach in at 17. Number 18, oh, hang on a minute. Kingston Heath Golf Club, Melbourne, Victoria. If you don't mind. So I've just given you three Australian courses in the top 20. Do you care to revise your statement?
1: I think what you're trying to say, you're trying to make it seem like I'm anti-Australian golf courses.
2: Number 72, the Victorian Golf Club, Melbourne. Oh,
1: 72, okay, that's high. Um, What I would say is it's just specifically the course that is uh, on the screen right now up in Brisbane, part of the PGA Championship that's on right now. Mm. You're driving down a fairway and in the background is a big, dirty, ugly, stinking bridge. And it just looks like a cheap course.
2: It's very urban. I've got yes, to say. yes. It's very urban. I'm not
1: used to urban courses. Let's put it that way. All of, I, I've played golf back in Scotland lots and all of
2: our courses are... How do you go on the golf course, by good. the way? What do you play off?
1: You reckon? Uh, oh, bad. I don't even don't even care to to, to mention. Okay, that's, that's, I'm
2: not not good. Like, would you but... be like bogey golf, sort of eighteen over after? Oh, doubles. Du- oh, really? Probably
1: doubles. Yeah, probably. So you would be yeah. sort
2: of thirty six over. Yeah, I, I, I you, you know. wouldn't crack a hundred on just a, a standard Sydney
1: on a good day. I public would. course on a good day. I
2: would. Yes, okay,
1: I think that's fair. Oh. I don't think I'm that bad, but like you know, it's
2: Scotland. Everyone plays. No one's any good. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Rob McCall was a good one. Jeff Horn, Matt Mackay, Jeff Hunt at the great McGregor State High. Can you top that? Because I'm talking about sporting alumni from your school Over to St Pius Tenth College in Chatswood. We have Michael Hooper and Jackson Bird. In fact, also uh, Luke Jones of Wallaby and Tim van who played for the Dutch side in the recent Cricket World Cup. So there's a couple more there for you. 0457 736 736, the text line number. Baz, good afternoon to you. You say, go Sixers. One will break the curse tonight. No one's ever won player of the tournament and the trophy in the same year. Ash Gardner, of course, won it this year, and the strikers have never won. That's fascinating, Baz. I, I wasn't aware of that. All right. I think they're just... It just looks set for a Sixers win. They needed a revamp. Of course, uh, Charlotte Edwards, the new coach, Sophie Eccleston, the prize recruit. But in my chat with Sarah Ailey last hour of the program, you just run through that batting lineup. It is just chock full of experience. But you never know, and this is the thing, it's... It's a real uncertainty and and erratic sort of tendency to T20 cricket. It can be volatile at the best of times. So you just never, never know. You never, never know. They're a very decent side. They've been one of the, probably the most consistent side of the past three or four years, the strikers. They're up against it against Brisbane Heat. They managed to get over the line and... A lot of their players peaking at the right times. It's going to be a beauty. 0457 736 736, the text line number. It's the summer of golfers in full swing. The 2022 Australian PGA Championships at the Royal Queensland Golf Club. We thought we'd check in with one of Queensland's finest iron players. Matty Guide, former two pros on the line right now. G'day, Matty. Hey Julian, how are you mate? Going very well. Well after round two, Jason Scrivener, the West Australian, had the sh- the lead at 10 under. He's one over today and we did say Cameron Smith, who I think just recently won Queenslander of the Year. And he's the one that Scrivener would have been looking over his shoulder at. Well he's 2 under through 4 today, Cam Smith. Outright leader now at, at minus 11.
0: I think Cam Smith's a bit bulletproof at the moment, isn't he? I yeah. think they're trying to get a State of Origin jersey on him and just let him <laughs> take the first hit up. I reckon it will be did, all right. He played okay, with the other Cam Smith, didn't he, in the Pro-Am, I think I saw. He did. He did. How good is that? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just brilliant. Brilliant from the organisers to put the two Cam Smiths together. And Ramol reports, they had a great day. And, um, well, Smithy rugby league, Smithy loves his golf now. And um member at the Grand down the Gold Coast and uh, loves every bit of it. So, yeah, I'm sure they had an awesome day and, yeah, it's ominous signs, isn't it? Early in the third round, with with uh, Cam getting off to a nice start, a couple under through four, and Scrooge will have a few nerves going on, but um, you know it's it's shaping nicely. My tip pre tournament tip, Minwee Lee's had a great start to the day, four under through eight. So I'm excited that he's uh, up into tied tight third, and only three back at the moment. So it's exciting looking leaderboard. I'm glad you mentioned Minwoo Lee.
2: I was, I was talking to, to Jimmy Emanuel yesterday about this, and he sort of suggested that maybe it wasn't quite the right course for somebody like a Minwoo Lee or, or a Ryan Fox. And we've seen Ryan Fox off the back of that great form of the DP World Tour uh, miss the cut. You know, he's a big bomber, Minwoo Lee. So just, you know, two over yesterday, as he said, fighting back today, four under through weight. But uh, tell us about this this course, how it's set up, and, and what sort of game you need to score
0: here. Look, it's the sort of golf course where it does actually suit, I think, quite a number of different types of players, Julian. So, you know, last year we saw Jed Morgan just take driver everywhere and bomb it long and, and, you know, get it into spaces. It's not super tight, but the fairway bunkering is in places that will really challenge the guys who don't hit it super long. So, um, you know, you can certainly play a strategic form of golf. So someone on the leaderboard um, that I'm looking at in that style of golf who played really well last year and finished in that bunch. There was a bunch of guys close to second place last year. Obviously Jed was 10, 10 shots clear. Mm. But in that next bunch was a guy called Brad Kennedy. who And Brad doesn't hit it long, but he's inc- incredibly accurate. Um, so he hits the ball exceptionally well. And then he puts absolute dots off the ball, one of the best putters in the game. And I think that's where you've got someone like a Brad Kennedy and he can strategically work his way through good ball positioning and then allow his putter to really work overtime versus someone like a Minwoo Lee who does get it out there and struggles maybe a little bit more so with the putter and is a bit streaky with the putter. So I think Minwoo is such an excellent technician though with his long game that you know if he's on like he is today, um, you know four under through eight, I'm thinking he's probably going to shoot 65 today minimum. Um, from where he is at the moment, because he looks like he's on. And if, he feel, if he's feeling it with his putter, then that's when he, he's done what he's done on the DP World Tour all year and go low. Mm. So he has those low rounds in him. But a bit like yesterday, where he shot over par, it's one of those days where his, his putter, putter just leaves him a little bit. Whereas, you know, Cam Smith at the moment. You know, you could give him a putt and oh, try and get him to put it through the, the eye of a needle. Yeah, it's amazing,
2: <laughs> isn't it? Well, we're expecting a bit of wind to kick up tomorrow. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how the leaderboard mm. plays out by the end of, of the third day. But if it does get up and get a bit windy, who does that favour, do you think?
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. So currently tied third, Jakey McLeod, um, who we know has had no, you know, a fantastic yeah. time in the Australasian Tour, um, knows the golf course exceptionally well. So you yeah. know, someone like Jake has played Royal Queensland in all the wind conditions, whereas some of the guys may not have. So you know, certainly the guys like Min Wu and Cam Smith, even to a degree, even though he's a Queenslander, he, he may well not have played the golf course in the wind direction that they might get tomorrow. So. Uh, a little bit of local knowledge definitely helps, um, and certainly I think what we noticed uh, with the European guys yesterday was um, some real misclubbing with the breeze that was up yesterday afternoon, and I think that's one of these things that happens at Royal Queensland is the water comes, the wind comes down in off the off the water. And it picks up that little bit of extra moisture off the water, and and it's a heavier wind, you know, than what we um, maybe experience in other parts of even Australia. But certainly through Europe, when I played in Europe, we don't get you don't get this sort of heavy wind you get with the humidity and and the moisture in the air here in Brisbane. So that was really affecting the 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 foreigners that had come across from the DP um, in the co-sanction event. But the, so I would think it was going to favour favour some Aussies for an Aussie mm. win tomorrow. Should we get the wind up? Um, Obviously, Cam's, you know, the most credentialed player in the field and, you know, still number three in the world. And, you know, he's, as we said, he's winning everything. So, you know, he's the man to beat for sure. And um, he's going to be tough to run down. But, you know, if he if he has a little flat spot with the putter, then there's a chance for the other guys. But if he continues to putt the way he does, it's it's possibly like that.
2: Uh, got a text here <laughs> on the text line. Uh, Didn't Greg Norman used to hit over the gateway bridge? Oh, you might be able to answer that one,
0: Matty. Um, yes is the answer to that. And yes to most of us in the state team doing that when we were uh, out there practicing with Charlie. Uh, we've all had a crack and yeah. most of us have hit it over the gateway bridge. Don't tell anyone that, but oh, keep that between you and I Jules. That but, sounds um, like a lot yeah. of fun.
2: <laughs> uh, old mate, Adam Scott tie 33rd, two over through nine today. How have you seen his form this
0: week? Interesting. Um, so I, I, I certainly watched him closely yesterday Um after the first day where he sort of played exceptionally well, but really yesterday was one of these rare days where it wasn't the putter letting him down, but it was golf swing-wise for me. Um, So he hit some golf shots that I've, and some wide balls off tees and things that I've just, you're just not accustomed to seeing Adam Scott do. Um, And really, you know, handing his clubs back to Stevie Williams, who's back on the bag this week and and will be next week. But um, almost with a look of, disbelief himself that he was hitting such bad golf shots. And, um, you know, it's a rare thing for Adam Scott. I mean, it was comforting for all the club golfers who are out there watching, I guess, to see one of the best swingers in the game hitting poor golf shots. But it looks like, you know, sadly, it looks like he's carried that form through the front nine holes today here as well. So, you know, it's a bit of a shame. We'd love to see him um, maybe shoot two or three under, maybe four under on this back nine. If he could do that, then that's the sort of thing that might actually play exceptionally into into the hands of the organisers for tomorrow because we get an Adam Scott out early who maybe beats some of that late wind that they're predicting uh-huh. and then suits a low number to put something on the board and then the boys really struggle with this strong northerly that they're predicting tomorrow afternoon. So um, I, I kind of like, would love to see Adam, you know, turn this back nine into two or three under, four under maybe, and then um, and then post something nice and low out early tomorrow. So that would be pretty cool for the tournament.
2: Yeah, Mark Leishman, of course, has a reputation as a great win player, currently at one mm. under the card. Uh, he was tied third after the second round. Cameron John, the Victorian, he looks a good young player, this kid.
0: Yeah, look, a lot of these young guys, Julian, uh, you know, for us, for us, I guess Dad's out there with the dad bods. These young <laughs> L- guys, Elder states you know, but when... don't knock the dad bod, mate. Craig Perry, oh, John Daly. I tell you what, it's it's brutal. You know yeah. when you go and you know playing at nudgie a couple of weeks ago in the Queensland PGA and you're lobbying and you watch guys like Cameron John who are just these incredibly fit, strong-looking blokes that they just look like they could just pick me up and bench press me. You know, but um, <laughs> you know he's one of those. He's one of those guys, and you know there's an incredible blend of. Um, real great work ethic, work ethic amongst these young guys as well, and it's something that as a coach now I'm really trying to drill into the young players is that you know you've got to actually get off your phones and actually do some hard work if you want to be elite. And um, Cam's one of those guys. I see him spending hours and hours on the putting green at Nudgee and just honing that craft and and understanding you know that that's such a key part of the game. But you know at the same token you, you go down the range and he seems to be there as well. So. Uh, there's a there's an enormous crop of great young Australasian talent on show this week, and you know and they'll they'll be probably more of them next week in the Australian Open as well. So it's a pretty exciting time for Australian golf.
2: It certainly is. Okay, mate. Uh, how do you see the complexion of this leaderboard after round three? Uh, Smith, Scrivener, somewhere up the top. Your man Minwoo Lee. Can we see you know Quayle pick himself up, or you know you talked about local knowledge, maybe of maverick Ancliffe, or, or someone like that.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think um it it would be nice to see Quayley, you know, move up a little bit. I think, you know, a lot's gonna depend at the end of this round and into tomorrow on what Cam does. It's almost he's he's kind of almost got the tournament in the palm of his hand at the minute and I think if he plays anywhere near his potential it's gonna be really, really tough for those guys to run him down. Um, maybe those seasoned guys well, I shouldn't say seasoned for Minwoo because he's still so so young in his career, but you know, those guys who've played at this top-level DP World Tour. So, you know, is such a great player nowadays as well, you know, and he just needs to hit the ball well and allow his, his putting to work. He's an exceptional putter. He's got his own putting training aid that's on the market and, you know, it's a great product. And, you know, he's he's got every chance of shooting low numbers when he hits the ball exceptionally well. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Micheluzzi's obviously won just recently, um, you know, down south. So he's coming with form. Um, Brad Kennedy is just an exceptional player in Japan. So, like, it's jam-packed with guys and mm. opportunities. But I think it all comes back down to what does Cam do? You know, if Cam um, gets himself going and gets himself to sort of 14 or 15 today, I think it's going to be really tough for a lot of guys to run him down. And we might end up seeing something like last year with Jed, you know, having a runaway run winner in Cam. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Minwoo would be nice to see Minwoo continue on his merry way today. Um, and Jakey McLeod as well. I think Jake's a little dark horse here in this in this top four guys because of how much he know, how well he knows the golf course.
2: Yeah.
0: And when you meet Jake and you spend time with Jake, um, he's got this air of confidence and he's struck <laughs> around the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a bit like what we saw last year with Jed. Like he's got yeah, this yeah. Uh, real joy. Uh, on him all the time when he's playing, and and he will get amongst it tomorrow, and the crowd will get amongst it with him. So you know they'll be they'll be barracking for him. A lot of home fans for it, for Jakey tomorrow. So if he can get himself in and about, um, yeah, and he's got the ability to just fire a low one as well. So yeah, it's looking good, and it's going to be a great final day. And I think the crowds are going to the crowd numbers yesterday were insane. Yeah, and uh, and I think tomorrow, if Cam's at the top of the leaderboard, I think every man and their dog is going to be at Royal Queensland to go and watch uh, one of Queensland's favourite sons, see if he can take out the Australian PGA Championship. Yeah, dare I say someone
2: with a mullet uh, could potentially win. It seems to be the trend uh, after (laughs) Jed last year and Camp Smith in the box seat. Mate, before we let you go, and thank you so much for sparing some time today, Uh, we're talking about alumni. Any famous sports stars go to your school? Obviously, you can't nominate yourself, Matthew,
0: but... (laughs) Uh, No, not... um, I mean, I went to a... I went to a uh, to a golf excellence uh, program in grade eleven and twelve so um we've got some you know some some of the golfers out there a lot of the guys are still pros and playing on tour um, that are out and about and you know some some really good talent back in the day not too many of them still playing now but um, but not certainly any big superstar names unfortunately so I don't have any of the rugby league boys. I wish I did. But um, you know, a rugby. There was a rugby program there too, and whenever we came up against the rugby boys on the on the HPE field, it was it was always a bit ugly for us golfers. But I we bet. got pummeled a bit. But um, but no, unfortunately, no no great alumni for me. Unfortunately. No. Well, good
2: luck to speaking to rugby league. Good luck to your Broncos this year. And, and listeners in Brisbane on six nine three. Even if you're in the Gold Coast sixteen twenty, you want Maddie to sort out your swing. Go to Golf Central there at Brisbane Airport. Uh, can I do the old tell them Jill sent you? I'll, do that. I'll
0: tell them Jill said you. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. But but don't go to Golf Central anymore. I mean, I've moved out to Gale's Golf Club now. Oh, apologies. Um, which is out in, out in Brisbane's west. So, okay. yeah, working out here, teaching out here now as well. But um, I'm sure if you went to Golf Central, they'd point in the right direction. Yep. But, yeah, come on out to Gale's. And beautiful track. You can have a lesson and then go play nine as well. So oh, be awesome.
2: Sounds a dream. Thank you, Matt. Great to catch up again, mate. Look after yourself. We'll speak soon.
0: Look forward to talking to you, Jules.
2: There he is. Uh, Matt Guyatt, a uh, decent fellow. Great golfer too. Remember, he top 10 of the Oz Open. Uh, I'm trying to think what year that was. Now, Matty, of course, tied with good mates with Adam Scott and uh, worked with Benny Eichen amongst a host. of. He's a mad Broncos fan of uh, footy players. 0457 736 736 is for the break. Classmates, we're talking famous classmates today. Hi, Jules. Thanks for getting me through the mowing. Pleasure. Tarthra Eagle, Bega High School, Kezi Apps, Millie Boyle, David Boyle. But the former Souths on origin player, Adam Elliott, Dale Finucane, of course, yes, all NRL. Kai Otten, he, uh, world tour surfer, not bad for a small country town, indeed, indeed. I love Kezi Apps. I went down to training, it was in fact at the captain's run before the start of the NRLW season a bit earlier this year. Uh, Jamie Sowed invited me down, thank you, Sow. Went there and my young son was here and his dragon skier and got a photo with Kezzy and the rest of it and the whole crew. The next day we're walking up to the game, and they're coming out of the club and they walk past and Kezzy looks at my son Noah, hi Noah, and remembered his name and he was just beaming from ear to ear. Good to see her hold aloft. The, the Rugby League World Cup 0457 736 736. Thank you, Tatha Eagle. I'll get to the rest of the text messages shortly on the program. A quick update from the NBA before we get to our first break. The Nets 72 over the Pacers 68. The Thunder now the lead against the ball, 63-59. Wizard 61 over Heat 56. Halftime there, the Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies 68 over the Pelicans 48. So a comfortable lead at the moment. The Bucks trailing the cab 6352 and the Hawks 72 over the Rocket 69.
0: When making the double chicken deluxe at Maccas, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. available after 10:30 a.m for a limited time only
1: at codesports.com.au we know sports greatest stories lie way beyond the scoreboard get an exclusive view into the who how
2: why and everything in between explained by the experts code the thought behind sport